Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Real Talk with Oppie podcast and I am your girl Oppie and I am super excited as usual to talk to you and to have a chat with you. Happy new month. It's February. I don't know what's the correct pronunciation of is it February or February? I don't know what the pronunciation is. I always call it February and then I was having a conversation with a friend and she calls it February and I felt like a local girl, like a local chick. So I don't know which one it is. I could be right and she could be wrong, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. So anyway, happy new month. It's the month of love and you know what that comes with. We're going to start seeing a lot of red everywhere and it's just going to be full of cute things, teddy bears and all that because, you know, this is the month of the Valentine. So yeah, I look forward to it anyway. Um, so, um, if you are new here, welcome to the podcast. On this podcast, I am just a 20-something-year-old lady going through life, trying to navigate it, sharing my thoughts on what I think about life. And I am no expert, but I am a person having the human experience. And I just share my thoughts and the things I have been learning so far, as well as the things I am currently learning or the things I want to learn. And if you are not new here, welcome back. Thank you so much for always coming back. There's a particular number of people that listen to my podcast. And then I keep seeing the same number and I feel they are the same people coming back. So if you are one of those people, I appreciate you. I rate you so much. You are high up there on my list of people that I absolutely adore and love. And if you want to be on that list, you have to listen to my podcast, share with your friends, and all that good stuff. So let's get into my favorite thing recently. Well, I had to watch season three of the show You, of the Netflix series You. And that's because I wanted to watch it a while back when it actually came out, but... As I was going to watch it, I lost interest because everybody was talking about it and I just lost interest. And I just, I guess I'm in that, I'm at that point in my life where certain things are just not appealing to me anymore, like murder and death. <laughs> so I have gotten to that point where it doesn't fascinate me as much as it used to. And so I just wasn't interested anymore. And, but now season four is going to come very soon. And I don't want to miss season four because it's going to be in London and I do not want to miss it for the world. So I had to watch season three and then as I watched it, I remembered why I love the show. And the reason why I love you is because of the voiceovers. The Pen Badgley is so good at the voiceovers. It actually reels you in and I deeply enjoy it. So that's one of my favorite things. I finished it yesterday and it was amazing. And I can't wait for season four. Season four should come fast. <laughs> and then the other thing that I, one of my favorite things that I have enjoyed this week is the psychology of your 20s podcast. So if anybody knows me, I love listening to podcasts. I absolutely love listening to podcasts, which is why I have mine. And the psychology of your 20s podcast had a recent podcast episode that I really enjoyed, but I have listened to two of her episodes and it has just been amazing so i would recommend it i recommend you to check out her podcast the psychology of your 20s absolutely absolutely amazing and that was one of my favorite things just because sometimes 
part of my morning routine is to listen to a podcast. So I have a lot of podcasts I listen to depending on my mood and depending on what I feel like. But I would say that she is one of the people I listen to, I consistently go to this year, so far this year. Because last year I had two podcasts that I consistently go to, go back to just because I love them. But this year, I haven't even listened to them at all. But I have listened to more than one of her episodes and it's absolutely amazing. So that is one of my favorite things. So before we get into the actual main topic, I want to say that we are in the romance month. And yay, clap, 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 clap. And from here on now, we're going to be bombarded with a lot of romantic content. So it just makes sense that as someone that is currently single, I create content for my single ladies. So when I was creating my content calendar for this month, I for my podcast, I specifically tailored it to those that are single. And for good reason, because like I said, we're going to get a lot of romantic content and it only makes sense that I create content for the girls, you know, or guys <laughs> that are, that don't have anyone in their life and... Because if you go to other, everybody is creating, is going to be creating content on love, love, love. Both those that are single and those that are not single. And I don't want my podcast right now to be for, to be one of those. So I want to create a space where single people can just come and listen to in this month of love. And appreciate their singleness and enjoy themselves. The the episode I'm, I'm most excited to Uh, record is the one about how to spend valentine's day as a single person because trust me i love valentine's day and it's not because of anybody it's because anyway when i'll tell you why i enjoy valentine's day when i record that episode so be on the lookout but every week i upload an episode so every week this february you are going to be getting an episode from me that has to do with being single and maybe dating in between so Let's get into today's episode. In today's episode, we're going to be having a look into a book and we're going to do a mini review of A Single Revolution by Shani Silva. Shani Silva is a writer and a podcaster and a TikToker whose content solely revolves around single people. Her aim is to change the narrative of single people and how single people perceive their singleness and how other people that are not also single look at singleness and how society just looks at singleness as a whole. So I encountered Shani Silva last year on TikTok. You know, when you're on TikTok, you're just scrolling on, on the app and then it gives you quite a number of people to watch. And I came across her content, and her content was different. I hadn't seen any content like hers before. And it was fascinating to me because whenever you see content for single people, it's always in relation to dating and to romance. You hardly see content for single people that is just about them enjoying their singleness and having fun about with their singleness. And it's always, it has always been an issue for me. It has always been something that I didn't like because sometimes I genuinely just want to see content for single people that is not memes making fun of single people and how miserable um, their lives are or just dating advice. So it seemed like if you are single, 
you should be looking at dating too much. You should be filling yourself with a lot of dating content and looking for the next person rather than just sitting in it and just living like you should, like a human being. So I loved the point of view that she was coming in with her content. And there's another content creator that I enjoy her content. In fact, that one... You see, Shani Silva's content mostly revolves around, yes, being single, but also you might want to date and you might be looking for a relationship and, you know, it's just about just enjoying your singleness and also knowing that you might, you want to be in a relationship. It's for people that want to be, that are single, but want to be in a relationship kind of thing, but without focusing on dating. Well, I see the other content creator that I watch, that one, eh, if you watch her, if you watch her tiktoks her youtube channel you'll not even want to be in a relationship she does not want to ever be in a relationship in her life <laughs> and she's very vocal about it and the way she talks about it you would even want to if you're even in a relationship you would want to break up with whoever you're with and just be single because she really she really goes in on that but that's not the person we're talking about shani silva her content is more about the things the struggles that single people go through and not in terms of dating but in terms of people that are around you that are disturbing your life because you are not coupled and also like I said how you see your singleness so she wrote a book called a single revolution and I had to get the book because I enjoy her content I genuinely enjoy her content like I said it's different and I do enjoy her content and so I was like I need to read her book and so in this episode we are going to be giving we're going to be looking through we're going to be looking through her book, her book quotes. There's some quotes from her book. There are lots of quotes. I found myself highlighting the, almost the whole book. But I am going to be, I brought some of my favorite quotes so that we can talk about it, discuss about it. And, and even if you don't read the book, at least you will get something from this episode and from the quotes I will read. And I would also be giving my two cents in on it. Another thing before I go into the quote that I enjoy from her page is that she actually gives single living tips. You know, I was saying that when you go through other social media accounts that are for single people, it's just always about dating, dating. It was from Shani that I learned that if you are living alone, you should actually make, you know, the things you would take when you are sick, you should actually get them ready. So if you are like a Nigerian and you like taking pepper soup, you should actually prepare pepper soup. And keep it in your freezer so that if you are sick you get you you know because you don't have anybody that's going to prepare the pepper soup for you and maybe you don't want to order you can just warm it and keep it and also have a place in fact you will learn a lot of single living tips which is what single people need not bombarding us with what we don't want romance i mean like a lot of romance so anyway let's get into the quote so here's a quote You know what being unhappily single feels like? The wanting, the searching, the dismissal, the rejection, the confusion, the exhaustion, the unfairness, the loneliness, the shame, the longing, the jealousy, the sadness, the nothing. The misery of being single and the knowledge that it will all go away and everything will be better when you find a partner. Honestly, this is so true. Uh, many people are single and they are unhappily single. There is a reason why relationship coaches and relationship seminars sell. Especially on the women's side. Although now the things are changing and women are starting to be more 
um, are starting to not follow that path. But you cannot take away from the fact that there are still a lot of people following that path, being unhappily single. And even growing up, I have seen a lot of aunties that are single and then you see it being talked about like it's a curse that they have to live with. And so it seems like they're so unhappy and everybody is trying to get them, match them with their cousin, brother, uncle. And everybody is just trying to get them a match because this, they need to be, they need to get rid of this curse of being single. And so it always looked like a terrible thing, but that's because of the way that it was portrayed. That's because of the way that they the way it's it's looked at in our society and probably also the way they were feeling so she's like you know what being unhappily single is all about and that's what she tackles in her book about actually not being unhappily single and actually enjoying your singleness and as someone i've come across a lot of christian content for single people and it's cool but sometimes it actually sounds very annoying (laughs) No offense, but sometimes it sounds very annoying, especially even, and I'm not, not even only Christian single content, I would even say, um, even what people would call secular, I wouldn't call it secular, but even from other people that are non-religious, their content, you would see a lot of, um, just a lot of things that are just so annoying. Anyway, so here's another quote. She says, you are not less because you are single. You are infinite because you are. The way out of single shame involves self-worth and acknowledging a valid life full of freedom and possibility. Instead of shrinking our desires and self-esteem down to crumbs because the world, the world tells us we are lesser beings. And that's just what it is. And that, that's true. Right? She has taken the words out of my mouth. Nobody is less because they are single. Or like you're just enough as you are. And I think many people feel um, less than because they don't have somebody in their life. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. Like there's no reason why it should be like that. So here's another one. In her book, she says, the world is either lying or moronic. And I have no patience for single shaming either way. We have agency over what we do. And how we feel and we don't have to do or feel as we are told we can choose to stop lowering our standards and instead require that the rest of the world simply arise so one thing about shani i think she's in her 40s so you would understand i think when you are younger like when you're in your 20s you might not feel this way because you are young and if you look at what the what society says especially to women they tell women that when you get to a certain age, when you're 30, that's when, or when you're above 25, your value starts going down. I have seen that so many, so in many places. And in fact, that's even one of the reasons why you see people get worried for other people that are single, other women especially that are single, because of things like biological clock and this and that and this and that. And what she is simply saying is that you're not less than, you are not of less value because you happen to be single and you need to know your worth and you you can choose your life you can choose to not feel that way you can choose to not yes other people might decide that okay their singleness is this terrible thing but you don't have to you can just you can just live your life the way you want to live and 
have self-esteem and one thing i like about shani silver's books is that she's not saying you know sometimes some things can feel very patronizing it can feel like most of these people are telling you these things just to make you feel good it doesn't feel genuine but trust me when you read her book or you watch her tiktok videos you see that she's not coming from a place of oh my gosh what is me but let me just make myself feel good it's from a place of like this is what it is you don't have to you don't you can live a life full of freedom you really don't have to listen to what society tells you if your friends and family which is something she tackles a lot if your friends and family are asking oh who do you have in your life and blah 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 um have you tried this have you tried that you don't have to you don't have to do, try anything they say you should try. You don't have to do anything if you don't want to. You know, you have agency over your life. And you don't have to listen to what the world is telling you. You don't have to feel bad if you're going out and you're going out with your friends and your friends are all in relationships and you're not. You don't have to feel anything. You can just, you know, live your life. So another quote, she says, the world is... Okay, I think I've read this. <laughs> so here's another one. There is a way to live a genuinely happy, full and valid single life. Not a life that is good enough, in quotes, for a single girl. But one that is just as good as we've been trained to believe is waiting for us in partnership. For single people, including me, there is a way out of misery and shame that doesn't involve finding a partner fast. So many people actually believe that they're going to live a good life when they're in a relationship they believe that that's when their life will truly start and i've seen so many people even on twitter people talk about love you know love forget everything people and i do understand everybody wants love everybody wants romance and as someone that's even been in a relationship i understand the romance is sweet the love is sweet but it's not as if your life starts when you're in a relationship you don't have to live a life that is good enough for a single girl. Like, okay, because I'm single, I, I would restrict myself from getting certain things because, you know, I'll soon be in a relationship. She's saying you don't have to do that. You don't have to wait for, say, okay, let's say, okay, this is an example. Let's say you want a two-bedroom flat. You don't have to say, oh, I'm a single girl, so it's better I just get a self-contained apartment or a studio apartment then when I'm in a relationship or when I get married, I will get a two-bedroom apartment. Or even the popular one of people, not of women, maybe not buying houses because... I've heard of that one, not buying houses because they don't want to intimidate. That is even so ridiculous. But yes, but you saying, okay, I don't want to get that. Or maybe you don't want to get... Like, she gives an example in her book about... There was this furniture that she had, this couch in her living room, and she... Did it, she wanted to get a new couch but then she was she was being held back because she was like what's the point of getting this couch you know if i meet the person i'm going to be in a relationship with um you know i'm going to move into a new house we're going to get a new couch altogether. so if i get this couch for myself now then what about when i meet the person i want to be with you know it doesn't make sense what will i do with this couch you know things like that so she's saying you don't have to do that if you want to get a couch if you want to do something big to your apartment or get a huge car whatever you don't have to worry you can do it you should do it you don't have to worry about the future and about meeting somebody because you don't have to think of of being in a partnership first and think of the of 
getting whatever you want then it doesn't make sense that's what she's saying that's basically what she's saying you can live a full fulfilled life you don't have to wait for a partnership to live the full fulfilled life that you want to live so she also goes ahead to say everything created for or about single women pertains to dating love sex and finding partnership and literally nothing else what did i say i said this thing i said i noticed this thing a long time ago that any even there's this lady that is a popular um influencer and her whole content is about being single and i really don't like her content and not not that her content is bad because like i was telling someone today i would never ever say someone's content is bad i just know that it's not for me but i genuinely don't like her content because when she talks about her singleness it sounds like something dreadful it sounds like something that she it sounds like she's using these videos and these audios as a way to escape as a coping mechanism and that's fine but she just makes it look so dreadful like i don't ever want to be single because of her because the way she always talks about it like she's really suffering she's going through the worst she's dragging her feet and it's just like if this is the thing if these are the contents that we are seeing for especially for younger people like people in their early 20s and people in their late teens if this is what they are seeing it's it's not good it's not good content for them it might not be good content for them because some of them will see the humor in it and they might just see the, that's why some people hop from relationship to relationship because they just believe that being single is a bad thing and we are bombarded constantly bombarded with romance 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 i'm going to do a video um i say a video an audio on this on how we are constantly bombarded with romance i was having this conversation on twitter with someone and we're just talking about how big brother big brother and ninja although it's big brother titans now it's just most of the contestants this show is a show that is for that is about people coming in to win a prize but then these contestants go into the show and the first thing they do is to enter into a relationship with someone or like what people call ships and then it takes away from the game because when people people are supposed to you know normal big brother people are supposed to get to know each other have fun make friends just but now people are too busy being in ships and always being with the person they're in a ship with that don't, they don't relate with each other we don't get to see people we don't even get to know people because when they're even with their shipmates or their their love interest they are too busy talking about things that don't make sense things that are boring things that lovers would say to each other but nobody really wants to hear you know those kind of things i don't get to know them but when you see some people talk to other people and it's just in a friendship context you actually get to know them and when you see some of these people outside their ships we get to know them and so this person and i were having a conversation and this person said that it's also a reflection of society we are so obsessed with romance we just don't give space for platonic relationships and friendships we just want everything to be romance 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 sex 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 love 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 i mean go through twitter go through tiktok go through any social media platform at all and what you are bombarded with is dating advice upon dating advice upon dating advice upon sex talks and twitter is even worse and all, so many things and i'm not even saying it only in the context of even when you go to the religious side of twitter you see many people talking about how they really want to be in a like oh by this time next year i would be in a i'll be in a relationship and it's just so many people just 
obsessed with romance and I remember wanting to I remember when I think it was last year even when I was in a relationship I used to avoid romantic content with passion not because I'm not a rom- I'm not a romantic person I am but I just didn't want to I mean if I already if I already have the romance in my real life why should I go and be looking for romantic content why don't I just look for other content and even when I was single before then I was also not interested in romantic content because there's more to life than this. I really just wanted to look at other things, which is why I, I read a lot of thriller books because with thriller books, you don't get a lot of romance. You just get to mind your business. <laughs> so everything created for single women is just all about dating, love, sex, finding partnership, which is why the people that have come up to create pages and to create accounts and to create content for single women and men but mostly for single women that is just all about enjoying your singleness and they don't even say it like oh yeah single it's more like just living your life like solo traveling they give you tips for how to travel alone and how to live alone some tips you might need to know safety tips and just different things like different fun activities you could do and just giving you things that you could do as a person as an individual on your own that even if you're in a relationship if you want to do something on your own you could go to those pages i really treasure people like that because they are rare they are really rare everybody is just doing romance 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 and it's 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 a lot that industry is a booming industry you can make a lot of money from that industry so that's that as she said the message single women receive in return is this single is wrong fix your singleness by finding a partner or else you are wrong and that's just what it is you tell someone that you are single and they ask you why that question is so annoying why are you single and it's as if they are already they're already waiting for it you have to now explain it to, to somebody you have to explain yourself to somebody that okay well, this is why i'm single like it's a disease or like it's a problem that you have brought upon yourself and once you are single People expect you to constantly be looking to date or constantly be looking for a partner. And, you know, do they have an idea that some people just want to be, some people just want to just be single and just live their life. Like, they don't want to... It's not even something you should even carry on your head, like gala. It's not something you should be like, oh, I'm single. It's just like you're just an individual living your life. You're just an individual living your life. Sorry, my mom and brother just passed me. You're just an individual living your life. And that's what it should be. So, like she said, that's the message that we keep on receiving. You need to fix your singleness by finding a partner. And when people let you know that being single is a problem, it allows them to um, sell their products. And that's what, that's what marketing is, isn't it? identifying a problem and bringing a solution and so they would let you believe that your singleness is a problem so that they can bring in the solution which happens by chance to be their product their course their whatever they are selling their book and that's the solution to your singleness and then you buy it and then nothing still happens and it's your fault at the end of the day it's really twisted Here's another quote. She says, I know there is no celebration in singlehood. Nothing that comes outside of ourselves anyway. Even when we accomplish things, there is always a film on top of it. Like it needs a good windexing. It's the notion that our accomplishments don't mean as much because we don't have someone to share it with. Everything couples get to experience is communicated to us as good and precious. 
Singles, on the other hand, are digging through a digital dumpster looking for the thing coupled people have that lets their life accomplishments finally matter. So, here, so what she means is that many times people don't take what single... In fact, let me give you a good example. Let me give you a good example. So I was watching TikTok or I was scrolling through TikTok and this lady, I hadn't watched her original video but she was replying to a comment. And I didn't even watch, go to watch the original video because I could guess what it was all about. And the comment she was replying to was somebody telling her that, yes, you have your degree and you have all these things, but is it really something to be proud of if you don't have a man? So that's basically, and the lady was just, she didn't even say anything. She just read it out because it was so ridiculous. But that's what it is. Anything that happens to single people is not really celebrated than what happens to a couple. If you think about it, a couple gets a new car. A couple gets a new house. A couple gets... Um, one of them gets a new job. Um, what else could happen? I can't even think of any other thing. They travel together. All these things are being celebrated. But let a single person do it. And it's crickets everywhere. Nobody really cares. Because at the end of the day, they don't care. Their, their question that they have for you is, where is your husband? Or where is your wife? Like, you're not married. Nobody, like, they would congratulate you, but it wouldn't be as serious as if you had those things and you had a partner, they would take you more serious. If you say, oh, I got a house, my partner and I got a house, they'll be like, oh, you guys got a house, you guys got a car, you guys did this, you guys did that. But if you are single and you get a house, a car, or you get a degree and everything, in fact, people just even brush it aside. I, my mom was telling somebody that um, when I had finished uni, my mom was telling the person that I had finished uni and everything. And the person was saying, oh, the next thing is a husband. She didn't even let it marinate in... <laughs> she didn't even let it marinate that I have finished... Um, I had finished school. The first thing that came to her mind was, oh, the next thing is husband. And I have gotten that comment from more than one person. And it's like, really? Really? Allow me to celebrate and even enjoy the fact that I, 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 I did that, you know? But it's like, No get a husband we don't take this serious if i even if i eventually finish maybe my masters and i'm married that's when they will even take it serious they'll be like ah you know she, she was married and she finished her masters and her husband allowed her, blah, 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 blah. anyway so she's saying that everything couples get to do they get to get to rejoice with them you know baby shower everything but if a single person has something an accomplishment on their own we don't take it serious and if you think about it it's true Many people don't take it serious, except it's done with somebody. So she goes on to say, you are not less, you are just as much and just as worthy as everyone else currently coupled. Your singlehood is not a negative about you. It's simply a fact about you. Anyone who sees your singlehood as a negative is the one who is lacking perspective, as opposed to you lacking a partner. Now, I want you to listen to this again. Your singlehood is not a negative about you. It is simply a fact about you. This thing has... This is, if, if there's anything you need to take away from all this talk and, ram, and, and rants I'm going through, it should be this. Your singlehood is not a negative. It's simply a fact. It's just what it is. If you don't have a car, there's, nothing, there's no big deal about it. You just don't have a car. If you don't have chocolate in your fridge, there's no big deal about it. You just don't have chocolate. There's nothing negative about it. And yes, there's positive because yes, you like chocolate. But if you don't have it, you just don't have it. You know, 
Um, if you don't have um, Gary in your house, you just don't have it. If you don't have lights in your house, you just don't have it. Is it like, okay, that one is negative because you should have light to your house. But what, what she's trying to say is that it's a fact. Why do we try to make it look like this negative thing that happens when it's just, it's just what it is. It's just what it is. And there's no, and doesn't make anybody that is in a relationship bigger than you because it's just a fact. It's a fact too that they are in, like, it's just a fact. It's just something that happens. Like this person is in a relationship, this person is not. That's just what it is. You have it, I don't. That's just what it is. It's not a case of uh, you have it, it's good, this person has it, it's bad. No, it's just what it is. It's just a fact. It's just that, oh yeah, I'm single. I'm still living my life. I'm a person, most of all, and more importantly. So that's what, that's what she's talking about. I think that's just what is very important to realize for those that see their singleness as something that is negative because it's more of, it's just a fact. It's just what it is. Like, you just don't have anybody in your life. And that, that that's just what it is. There's nothing... No big deal. Nothing bad about it. <laughs> no. When we stop settling for the version of singlehood that society has f- fed to us through its messaging and shed the shame of lessness that we are de- that the tired-ass narratives of singlehood wants us to feel, there's actually an incredible life waiting. I worry when we accept ourselves as less in life status and validity than couples we are missing it we are missing an incredible life so what she's saying is that when you push away all the conditioning that society has fed us that being single is a bad thing then you can you 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 have access to a beautiful life an incredible life when you push aside things like biological clock and everything that you have been told by people to make you feel like you need to rush into a relationship or to make you feel like being single is a terrible thing. When you push those things aside, you feel free. I promise, you feel free. You feel like you can do anything. You feel like you have your whole life waiting ahead of you. Because you do. As someone that is in her 20s, there was a time I used to feel that I needed to get married super duper early because of the biological clock thing. Well, now that I really don't care, I really don't give a hoot about a biological clock. Now that I don't care about it, I just feel like I have my whole life waiting for me. I can do whatever I want because I don't need to worry about rushing or getting married early because, yeah, I don't, like, I have my whole life ahead of me. So when you let go of the conditioning of society and tell Mickey that makes you feel like you are less than because you are single and you don't have somebody in your life, then you don't have, you, you just enjoy your life. You get to live your life and as what it is. That's just what she's saying. She said, ask anyone what their favorite part of singlehood is and they will say freedom. The freedom to do what you want, when you want, how you want, where you want, 100% of the time. When I was in a relationship, I the first month of the relationship was very hard for me. And the reason why it was hard was because I was used to being single for such a long time. That the whole idea of somebody calling me was just was just hard for me to get used to. The fact that I could be on my phone. Like sometimes I really just want to be on my phone and go to bed. And the fact that I'm on my phone and then I get a phone call. It used to be so hard. 
I don't know how to describe it, but it was just so hard because I was just like, maybe I'm excited about something and I'm, I'm enjoying something. I'm literally maybe enjoying a movie. I'm enjoying something and get interrupted. That was one of the things that took time for me to get used to. And when I, I didn't even get used to it fully. I just got used to it to the point where I wasn't getting upset. But I was just like, oh my gosh, I am really... I'm really trying to enjoy this thing. I'm really trying to enjoy this movie. I'm really drifting with my mom or I'm just doing something because I'm so used to not expecting so many calls and I don't even, I'm not really a fan of phone calls. So I'm not used to all these things. I'm used to just living my life and nobody calling. So the fact that somebody is calling me when I'm doing something and I might not be in the mood, but yet I have to because, you know, relationship and it takes work and all that. Yeah, that was something that that I had to get used to. And then somebody said something. I'm trying to remember. It was... Um, I'm trying to remember what she said. Okay, she said she doesn't have to worry about... Because when you're in a relationship, another thing that you have to do is that you the person could be in a bad mood. And if you're someone that is very sensitive, you would also not be in a good mood as well. Because you really care for this person. So, they're in a bad mood, you're in a bad mood, or you're trying to figure out all this, like, you have, maybe you have arguments and all those things, but when you're single, you don't have to worry about any of that, because you don't have to worry about that. The times that I had to worry about that, or maybe something bad is happening and I'm just so worried because I know he's not in a good mood, that was really something for me. So, I, now I don't have to worry about anybody but myself. And it's a good place to be in, honestly. Does it mean that I don't, like, one doesn't want it? Of course not. You know, you enjoy relationships and what they bring. But you also have the freedom to do whatever you want. To go wherever you want. And even if you're, and if you're even in a relationship where you're heading towards marriage, you now have to, that's when you have to start thinking about not doing certain things, perhaps, because of the person you're with. So, let's say, hmm... Mm-mm-mm. okay so there's an this is an example this is a popular one because i've seen many people post it on social media but maybe this girl wants to fly out of the country but because you are planning to get married to this person you have to put the person into consideration and either do something like maybe get married to the person so that both of you could go or things like not even going at all or maybe you know things like that so it's like you have to consider this person anything you're doing especially if you are very serious but if you are single you don't care you can just get up and leave and go to another country and just do your thing live your life you don't have to worry about another person so you can do whatever you want yeah so she says it's basic for me to tell you that you get to do more with your life than worry about how cute you look every time you leave the house because you never know so Here's what she's saying. She's saying that you don't exist to attract a partner. She says this in one of her chapters. That you do not exist to attract a partner. That you don't have to worry about how you look like. So many people will tell you that you're single because of the way you come across. Because you don't put effort into your appearance. Of course, we should always put effort into our appearance. Because we need to look good. And it makes Looking good makes you feel good. But many people will tell you that you don't know who you meet. <laughs> many people say that a lot in fact many people use it as an attraction i remember going for a picnic last month and i was really excited to that i was going to meet a lot of people not a lot of people but people that i had not seen in a long time 
And then they were, and then on the group chats, they were saying, yeah, you guys should come for this picnic. You guys should come for this picnic. But you don't know if your future husband or your future wife will be there. And that turned me off. That was even enough reason for me to say I don't want to go. I ended up going. But I was just turned off because I'm like, what? And they said it more than once. They're like, you don't know who you will meet. Or you don't know if your future wife or your future husband will be here. And I was so turned off because I'm like, I just want to have fun. I just want to gist and make friends and laugh and play and then come back to my house. I don't want you to say this. Like you saying this thing, some people will now come with that motive and be trying to mingle that way when all we, I, we want to do, most of us might want to do, or like me, what I want to do is just to have fun and just to get out of there. Just to have a good time and get out of there. So it's like many people say that thing when you're single, like you don't know who you'll meet. They would even try to make you come for events because they're like, you don't know who you'll meet. You might meet your future husband if you don't go, if you go, or things like that. And she's like, you don't exist. You don't exist to attract a partner. You don't have to worry about, oh, how cute. Do I really look really, really cute because I don't know who I will see because you never know. You never know who you will see. Like, that's just so stressful to live your life for another person that does not, that you might not even see. At the end of the day, you might go out and you might not even enjoy where you're going to because I won't lie. I've been in that situation where I would go out because I'm like, oh, I don't know who I'll see. You know, you don't know who you'll meet. And then you end up going and then you get disappointed by maybe the kind of people that you see in that place or you just don't get to enjoy yourself because you're too busy looking for fine guys or looking for somebody that might end up being your potential boyfriend and and it's just a stressful way to live you might not you might not have fun and you might also you might also be disappointed and why would you why would i want to go out just to come back home being disappointed so you don't you don't exist to attract a partner you can actually exist and she says, let me be clear, you don't need any of this. No one does. You are worthy and deserving of love right this second, just as you are. There's nothing about you that needs to be fixed in order to get ready for love. There is no skill or tool you are lacking that's preventing you from finding the right relationships for you. Those of us who are single and what partners are single because we haven't met those partners yet. So if you've come across TikTok youtube or any dating advice in particular i don't know where you have come across it but if you just happen to come across dating advice they will tell you that you are single because you're single because here is the reason why you're single how can you say you're single yet you're doing this how can you say you're single yet you're doing that and they keep on making you believe that there's something about yourself that you need to fix just to cure yourself from this terrible disease called being single and what she's saying in this chapter, in this book, is that, you know, you're worthy of love just as you are. You don't need to do anything. In fact, if you go through all this advice, they will tell you that you need to present yourself this way. They will even call dating the game. Love is a game. Don't tell this person this. Don't tell this person that. And it only takes you, you know, for a while, you might actually believe what they're saying. And some things these people say might be helpful. But one should actually be careful. And I mentioned that in my last episode, to be careful of dating advice. Because, number one, humans are not one size. Nothing is one size fits all. And humans are too... And they are not one-dimensional. They are too complex for that. But apart from that, it makes you feel like you're unworthy. It makes you feel like the reason why you are single is because 
you're unworthy because you need to fix this and fix that. And when you end up fixing this and fixing that, you don't get love. And I've seen many people say this, even in the religious space, they'll tell you that you, not because you decide to not have sex before marriage or you decide to dress modestly doesn't mean that you are deserving of a husband now. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't really mean anything. Like, if you don't have it, you don't have it. You know, that kind of thing. So, there's nothing about you that you need to fix. You can be yourself and you can come as yourself. And that's something that is so liberating, especially if you filled yourself with a lot of dating advice that would tell you you need to go out, you need to go to certain places, you need to leave your house, things like that. And how you would date somebody if you don't leave your house? How you date somebody if you don't even try to date? Dating is, you need to go out, you need to... <laughs> like, you are single just because... The reason why you are single is because you haven't met your person yet. That's just the reason. It's not because you need to fix this and you need to fix that. It's just because you haven't met your person yet. It's just like the reason why you don't have chocolate is just because you don't have chocolate. Just because you haven't gotten chocolate yet. Like, you just don't have chocolate. Nobody has given you chocolate. So that's just what it is. It's not because you need to fix your appearance or anything. It's just what it is. So that's what that's what she's saying. She's saying that you don't need to fix yourself or have to... I think she gave... I If I can remember... Yes, she gave an example of texting a guy after a date and texting him very soon or something like that but what she was trying to say was that she was being herself and it turned the guy off and if being yourself turns somebody off then that person doesn't need to be in your life because most times most of these things that we are saying all these games in fact i have another episode for that so anyway anyway i have another episode for that but basically what she's just saying is that you don't need to fix anything to meet anybody you just don't you're single because you don't have a partner that's just what it is and then she says, dating advice cannot solve singlehood. It can only preve- provide a mythical crutch that helps singles think they're setting themselves up for success. But there is no piece of advice that can make two people meet. And there is no piece of advice that can make two people fall in love. Following advice can only ever make you feel like you are doing something about your singlehood problem. Period. <laughs> No advice you can somebody can give anybody would guarantee that they are going to meet their partner. That's just it. It's just luck. Many people meet their partners in various ways. Somebody can go to church and meet their partner. Somebody else can go to the grocery store and meet their partner. Somebody else can go to Dubai and meet their partner or go to England and meet their partner. Somebody else can meet their partner while they're taking a stroll. Somebody else can meet their partner while they are going to the amusement park. Like there are so many places you can meet your partner. There are so many ways you can meet the person that is for you. But it doesn't mean that you have to take, you have to do this serious thing to meet the person. It doesn't solve anything because when you take all this advice that these people give you, you take it and it doesn't work for you. You start feeling like there's something wrong with you. But there's not, nothing wrong with you because like she said, there's no piece of advice that can make two people meet. Like if, you're, if somebody is for you, no piece of, like you're going to meet when you're going to meet. No, like life happens. So no piece of advice would make you guys meet like it's just what it is you're just going to meet when you're going to meet so when you follow all this advice it's like i have a problem and i'm really trying to solve it and she said there's one reason and one reason only that you and i are still single we haven't met our partners yet it's no more complicated or involved than that that's just what it is you just haven't met your partner your next partner that's just what it is it's no big deal and you don't have to date if you don't enjoy it 
that's also straightforward you don't have to date if you don't enjoy it if you don't enjoy going on countless dates or meeting people you can even say that you don't want to date anybody like you can do that i have a friend that doesn't want to be in a relationship and he's living his best life and he's just having fun so you don't have to you don't have to constantly be looking for a relationship trust me when you actually decide that you don't want to date and you just want to let life happen and enjoy your life and if you meet someone fine like you just you're not living your life to find someone like being single is a problem or you can't stay by yourself you're just living your life and you're just enjoying it you have a good time because you get to see people for who they are you get to enjoy spending time with people and you get to just when you go out you're not looking for you know going out just in case you meet somebody you're going out because you genuinely want to go out and you genuinely want to have fun and genuinely want to make friends if you're going to any place even if you're going to be hot guys there what is in your mind is that am i going to have fun <laughs> like that's going to be the thing that's in your mind am i going to have fun am i going to make friends if that's what if i'm going to have fun and have a good time i mean but because hot guys will be there it's none of my business or hot girls will be there it's none of my business and she says, the right people for you will never be scared away by who you actually are. Authenticity in dating is undervalued. Instead, single women receive messages after message after message that we should change something, do something differently, and then we'll attract someone to us. Then they will spend more time with us and fall in love with us and we'll be happy forevermore. But isn't that right? We are always told that we need to do something. <laughs> I don't know how many of you were around when this whole femininity thing came up. And many women were saying that the reason why women are not in relationships is because they are in their masculine energy, whatever that means. And we all need to be more feminine. And femininity includes wearing dresses, smiling, um, what, what else? Some people would even say having wigs on. Um, I don't know. It's just a whole lot of advice. And they'll tell you that that's what that if you're in your masculine energy, you're working, you're being independent, you're being strong, you're taking care of yourself, and that that's supposed to be a bad thing for some reason. And there's a time that that was spreading around. I mean, people were buying into it because they genuinely wanted to be in relationships, you know, fitting into that insecurity people have, like I said. And it's just like, but if you if that's not who you are, some people genuinely do these things, and that's who they are. But if that's not who you are, and you're trying to mold yourself to be this person, you're not. Then this person has not fallen in love with you. They've fallen in love with who they think you are. And if they've fallen in love with who they think you are, how long will you be able to keep up the facade? How long will you be able to pretend to be somebody you are not? And does it feel good to know that this person doesn't like you for who you are, but who you have presented to the person? So that means they're not actually attracted to you at all. But when you show up as your authentic self, and you show up as yourself, and you say, this is who I am, take it or leave it, you'll attract the person that is for you. Because you don't need to do all these things. There are some people that, like, who likes you likes you. If you think about your crush or the person you like, this person did not need to do, in fact, if this person is even a crush from afar, this person did not need to do much. The person just needed to just, you just needed to be attracted to the person. This person did not need to talk too much for you to like the person. You just like the person. And you like them because you just like them. And anything they do, you find it fascinating. That's because you like them. And it didn't require them doing a certain thing. It just required them being themselves for you to like them. So if you like somebody, you like the person. Anything they do, just you just like it. And yes, not everything they do you, you would like. But you just like them for who they are. You don't think too much about it. And that's just, a, that's just the thing. Somebody likes you. They like you. They just like you because of who you are. You know, they like 
they, yes they like how you look but they, they also like you whether you look whether you you wake up in the morning and your hair is all over the place because they really love you and that's just what it is so you need to be authentic in how you show up in life even in terms of dating dating and then she says single women are allowed to simply live breathe and connect with the right relationships for them whenever they happen we aren't required to endlessly pursue those relationships nor do we have the ability to force them to materialize we are not in control of when we meet our future partners i don't say that to discourage you i say it to help you feel more free in one of the chapters she talks about dating apps and she's against dating apps and I don't want to go into the whole explanation of why she's against dating apps, but I'm with her on that. But she just talks about how most of these dating apps just take people's money. And if you look at it, only a few people get success stories from dating apps and it happens to be chance. Not everybody does it, gets it. And it's just a whole lot. I can't even, I've never used a dating app, but I can imagine the stress that comes with swiping, swiping, swiping. And then meeting strange people. And then, you know, going on dates with strange people that, I don't know. I just don't know how dating apps work, so I can't say much on it, but she has a whole chapter about it. But what she's saying is that we don't have to constantly be pursuing relationships. Like I said before, we don't have to do that. You're not in control of when you meet. If you're a religious person or you believe in God, you're like, when it happens, it happens. When God brings it, it brings it. He brings it, I mean so yeah she goes on to advise us to get pets and this is advice for people living alone she tells you she says that pets are a single person's first line of defense against feeling alone i think this is just like a hack you know if you get pets me i'm not a pet person and even if i'm to get a pet it's going to be a goldfish i've always said that because i don't want a cat or a dog because i don't want to be sleeping and then somebody will stay on my bed sometimes i just i just like to be the only one on my bed so i really enjoy being the only one on my bed it's a good feeling so having maybe a cat or dog coming to jump on me i don't really like it like that so <laughs> but who knows i might get a pet and if i get a pet i might get a cat because recently these cat people have been promoting themselves to me so i i think i would like to get a pet a cat if i eventually decide to and then she goes on to talk about settling. She says, why would we ever settle if we saw the value in single life? When you see single life for all that it actually is, you don't settle for one-word text messages or men who string you along with promises of spending time with you next week. You don't settle for someone with whom you see multiple red flags. You don't settle for someone you don't feel any actual desire for, but spend time with anyway simply because he's there. Not settling is a really awesome side effect of shedding limiting, false, shame-driven beliefs about singlehood. And that's just it. You don't have to settle. You shouldn't settle. And the only way you won't settle is if you enjoy your life. Because some people rush into marriages because they're not content with their life. Or rush into relationships because they're not content with their lives. And with their single life, and they just feel like their life will be good or their life will start when they're in a relationship. But when you enjoy your single life, you're not going to be desperate for a relationship. You're not going to settle for anything because you have it all good here. So if anybody is coming, they better come correct or they better be someone that you like. You know, you won't have time for people that 
are going to be wish-washy or anyhow. And I, I definitely agree. If your life is full of things like a career, friendships, hobbies, pets, travel, side hustles, family, community, philanthropy, learning and fun, settling doesn't stand a chance. Settle? What the hell for? Singlehood is a lot of things, but nothing is in one of them. Yeah, singlehood is a lot of things. You can do a lot of things. Your life is not... Uh, the podcast I listened to uh, was talking about a job. And this person, she said, your job isn't your whole life. You have a whole life outside your job. And I agree. I agree. And I also say the same thing. Your romantic life is just one aspect of your life. You have your whole life. You have other things. Not, when you get into a relationship, it doesn't mean your life is going to stop. You have other things in your life. Hopefully, <laughs> you have other things going on in your life. And if you focus on these other things going on in your life, when a relationship comes, it's just relationship comes. It's just going to be part of that. But your whole life is not based on a relationship. So when you are even you're in a relationship, you're going to have your hobbies. You're going to have the things that keep you going. You're going to ha- keep on doing those things. Nothing is going to stop. So why should you stop your life? for one part of your life if you know what i mean so yeah and she ends with you are not wrong and you should take this with you because this is a good way to end this episode you are not wrong you are not unfinished and you are not less you are valid worthy and precious you are everything we have the space and the freedom to make our singlehood as full as we want it to be May our future partnerships, if we want them, bring us joy. And may all our single days bring us the very same thing. The end. This is just a beautiful way to end this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed reviewing this book with you, sharing in my two cents. You can get the book. It's called A Single Revolution Revolution by Shani Silva. You can check her out on TikTok. I might drop a link here or there. <laughs> And thank you for listening. Don't forget to give this podcast a five star or or give give me ratings on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And share with your friends that are single. Until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to Real Talk with Alpi. I loved having a chat with you and I would love to hear from you. You can follow me on all my social media platforms at Real Talk with Alpi and leave a comment. Until next time. Bye. And remember, life is short, so why not live it well?